Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And on this podcast in particular, we will be recapping the challenge season 32 final reckoning, The Reunion. Dun, dun, dun. Part two. Wow. Yep. And I think this is it. They're not going to do a shit they should have shown, Ash. Will, will they? I don't think so. I, this is this feels like the final of Final Reckoning. Correct me. I've been, correct me if I'm wrong. They don't do shit they should have shown anymore, right? No, I think that's Twitter. Is that Twitter? I oh, think that's, that that's right. I think social media has taken over to fill in the gaps. Yeah, but you can't see it. Yeah, you can't. It's a shame. I like the shit you should have shown, should have seen. The shit they should have shown. They should have shown the shit they should have shown. <laughs> they should show it next yeah, week. Yeah, they should show that shit. Uh, I just uh, really miss out on like, I kind of feel like we need a, they sh- the shit they should have shown. Well, the thing, the difference between it and social media is that it was always fun and it would be like, there would be like lighthearted moments uh, peppered amongst the fighting. Social media is just like, and then this motherfucker said this to this person. Which is what the reunion was, basically. Yeah, so, yeah I need like a nice... Uh, I need, need like some a, jovial moment. Something to end us off because, I mean, honestly, last night was just really, really hard to watch at points. I agree 100% with that statement. And also, I just want to piggyback off of um, this shit you should have... Shit, they should have shown. It's a tongue tire. Shit, they, sh- shit Sh- they should have shown. Say it five times. Shit, they should have shown. Shit, uh, they should have shown. Not right shit now. Sh- oh, okay. And uh, the thing that I miss about it is that, like, so we know that on the challenge, in the challenge house, you're deprived of entertainment, right? And back in the day, it feels like they would put on sort of shows. They would dress up. They would have contests. They would do silly things to make it interesting for themselves. I'm not, I don't know if they're doing that anymore. If they are doing it, they're not showing it. They must have had fun. Um, I think they at, did. At some point on this challenge they must have because honestly it couldn't have been just all crazy dramatic moments that either ended in screaming yelling or physicality or uh getting drunk and having sex like there must have been a moment in which like they had a costume contest to see who the best like uh I don't know, a Bjork costume (laughs) contest where everybody put their hair up in different fun Bjork hairstyles you know what I mean yeah do you think they know who Bjork is? No, I think Aww. Bjork is. I mean, Amanda didn't know who the Spice Girls are. Oh, so yikes. Her chances of knowing Bjork are slim. She doesn't even realize Kaylee was one of the Spice Girls. She has no idea. Oh, I like that. That was mm, fun. She has a scary spice vibe. Uh, yes or no? Mm, I, and maybe honestly, the hat. Maybe it was the hat from and, the final reunion uh, last night because she is wearing sort of like a moto hat. And honestly, Kay- uh, Kaylee has a. A scary spice vibe, and I think um, who's the other one? Who's the other brand? Melissa. Melissa kind of has a sporty spice vibe a little mm. bit. I was gonna say baby spice, but I think that's just because she's a blonde. She's a blonde, but if you make her a brunette and she's yeah. also like an ass kicker, she's yeah. like a sporty spice. I see it. Do you think maybe we can make? No, some- okay. I think you're just saying that because they're British. Mm. Um, but I do agree with your statement that at times this reunion felt like. It was exhausting. Yeah, it was really, really tough. So let's just start talking about the key moments, the points of the reunion. I think that the reunion part two started on the lowest note of the reunion, which is the Johnny and Devin fight. Oh, you weren't pleased by this? This didn't leave you with a warm feeling (sighs) in your bones, Ash? Final uh, Reckoning, final reunion one closed with the Johnny and Devin fight. Final Reckoning, final two opened with it. And honestly, Ash... 
Felt horrible when it ended last episode. Felt terrible when it began with it this episode. Not the way I want to kick off a reunion, honestly. Same. And if uh, you don't know, which I would, I don't imagine, I, I, it is impossible for you not to know, but just in the slim chance that you're in the dark about this, they are fighting because Devin's father passed. Devin, uh, while Final Reckoning was filming, Johnny and Devin got in a huge fight and Johnny used Devin's father passing as a point in his argument towards Devin as to why he shouldn't be there. And he said some things um, that were upsetting. And that is what they're fighting about. So, so Johnny, basically, we all know this. I mean, we, we I can't imagine you're just listening to Reunion Part 2 recap here. But Johnny said, like, I hope the apple fell far from the tree. You know, uh, basically saying you that, should be like, home. I hope your your dad wasn't as shitty as you are. And I also like who comes to uh, film a TV show after somebody in their family passes away, let alone their own father. So it's he was taking some 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 hard shots at Devin, real shots at Devin. Yes. And the winner of Final Reckoning, Ashley Brooke Mitchell, um, she storms off the stage. Well, after Devin storms off the stage, okay, so he confronts him, basically, is what yeah, we're doing. Yeah, he gets in his face. Uh, Devin confronts Johnny. I'm sorry, we're being cryptic and strange. Let's let's actually say what's going on here. Devin gets up. This is how we leave in the part one uh, reunion. Devin gets up, stands up over Johnny, and is just kind of like basically ch- challenging him, testing him once again, kind of like, how dare you say that? Uh, we're not on a sh- we're we're not competing now, so uh, you know l- basically let's fight. Stand up, stand up. He keeps calling him like a pussy and a bitch and words like that. Yeah. Um. And then Johnny's basically slumped in his seat, kind of like get out of here, man. Like you know this isn't how this is gonna work. I'm, yeah. I'm an adult. I'm not gonna get up and we're on a TV show right now. And what Devin wants is for uh, it seems for Johnny to apologize on camera. Yeah. Apparently this unfolds to, and we learn that Johnny apologized off camera. Yes. And he and Johnny keeps saying, I already gave you the apology. I already gave you the apology. And Johnny's like, why won't you? uh, And Devin's like, why won't you do it on camera? And then it's very odd. It's so Johnny will not apologize again. And then Devin is acting as if he's never received an apology. Now, we then get Tony, so so yes, yeah, we get a series of cast members getting involved. Ashley leaves the stage because her father passed a couple of years ago, and she came back on the challenge. Um, So I think she's taking this personally. Zach starts to defend Johnny's action. Um, Corey is backstage with Ashley talking to Devin. Amanda leaves the stage. Brad leaves the stage. I mean, yeah, there's a line of in the sand drawn. Team Devin, Team Johnny, and all the team. Devin people storm off the stage. So then you get Shane, who basically kind of tells the audience, listen, like that's an OG move to kind of talk real off camera. And so I believe Johnny. Yeah, that's a weird thing to say. What does that mean? That's an o- that's an OG move for fans not to know what we actually do. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, but here's the thing. It's like, I, as I was saying last night while we were watching the thing, I kind of agree with this in a way. Because I feel like if this was 10 years ago and something like this had happened on a, um, and it was brought up on a reunion, uh, both parties would be like, 
yeah, it was fucked up and uh, we're not that cool, but like we squashed the beef. I got nothing to say to the guy. Yeah. It, it would just, you would have, you could have seen, and maybe at the moment you would have been like, man, I really wanted them to sort of ha- hash this out on the reunion. Now we're getting your, we're, we're getting my wish as like a 15 year old kid, 16 year old kid to watch this show and be like, oh, let me, uh, they're actually hashing it out on the reunion. It doesn't feel good when these people are just like fighting to see if they can. All right, here's my take on this. Yeah. I don't think anybody looks good here. No one looks good. MTV doesn't look good with their cutaways 45 minutes later. Oh, my God. And the music they were using while they were following Devin backstage, it sounded like something when they were doing like a... uh, the explanation scenes of like making a murderer. It was like so dramatic and yeah. evil sounding. Yeah. And then you have CT in the background eating pizza over this dramatic yeah. music. It's all, it was all over the place. Um, and yeah, Nick, get to your point. So I feel as though no one looks good here. Okay. Right. Number one, Johnny should have just knocked up and, you know, apologized uh again just apologize again honestly johnny what's it to you you've already admitted that you apologize yeah he said multiple times a real apology happens off camera so all right you're telling the audience that you apologized devin clearly wants you to apologize on camera to feel like i guess he's won this in a way just do it so just give it to him you already look like a complete asshole on tv just give devin the apology and let's not forget that Tony is also being dragged into this because right. I didn't realize that Tony and Devin were such good friends. Did you know that that was a thing? No, but it seemed like when Tony didn't storm off with the rest of the cast, like Amanda and some other people were like, he's not our friend. I guess yeah. he's not our, they were the, it was the only person that they were sort of confused by why he didn't get up. Well, he had his arm around Johnny right. and they were like, you're like Devin's friend. Like you're supposed to be sticking up for Devin. And then when everyone left, Kara clapped. Yes. But also with Tony, he, they looked to Tony to Tony broke them up, kind of broke up the fight that may have happened, and then Devin stormed off. They then go to Tony. What do you feel about this? Tony's like, hey, listen, I've had, my father's passed away. I know that he, Tony, Johnny kind of has his reasons for things, and it's really, it's really fucked up. And, you know, I am, you know, basically saying I am friends with Johnny, but if we were in this sort of situation and my dad got thrown into it, I would not. I would probably act just like Devin and I would maybe it would probably even be worse. Yeah. So, I mean, he's kind of condoning his actions by sort of having his physically, but kind of putting his arm around him and and being his partner. Yeah. But also condemning his actions through his words. I thought Tony looked maybe the best out of everybody on the cast at this moment in time. Yeah. Later, he makes a huge fool of himself. (laughs) (laughs) But at this moment, and I think because of later, that's why you kind of had, in my opinion, level-headed Tony. Yeah. He was kind of too worried. He didn't want to fuck up what was going to go on at the end of the show, which is honestly bonkers. Now, I think you have a good point there. I do want to say that, Devin, I don't feel great about what Devin's doing, okay? It's not exciting to me to watch Devin sort of drudge this stuff up yeah. And and make this like uh to kind of entrench himself deeper into this show with storylines using this. Yeah. And anything else if, if you think anything else is going on when you're watching this, if you're like, wow, he really is sticking up for his family and like, boy, he's really putting Johnny in his place because he's hurt. Yeah, I'm sure that was not cool and it did not feel good for Johnny to say. But let's be honest. You could have just done this off camera. You could have accepted Johnny's apology. You could have said, listen, 
Like, I'm not cool with this apology because you're doing it behind closed doors. But honestly, when we go out there, I do not want to talk about this again. This makes me and my family feel really horrible that this is sort of a a thing I have to deal with on social media. There's a lot of repercussions for kind of using this as a storyline. Because that's all you're remembering with Devin now with this show. That's it. It's a shame, too, because he did. And his, like, beef with Johnny and when he sent Johnny basically home, he sent him home. He beat him in an elimination in vendettas and that was so exciting for Devin for challenge fans because Johnny was like getting sent home by not a hundred percent a rookie but a new guy close to it and close he's, to and he's it. not the most buff guy there he's a little guy and he, he's a shit talker and he t- was talking shit and literally the entire lead up to it was him being like I'm pointing at him and going yeah. I'm gonna take you out and many people on this show have done that yeah okay? and not Followed through. Um, I'm looking at you, Corey. Corey's done it. Um, uh, who's who's uh, uh, Tori's? I always I always forget his name now because he hasn't been on the show in so long. Really, who's Tori's boyfriend? Oh, oh Jordan. Jordan did this yeah. famously. So it he pulled it off. It was such a good move. It made him. It shot him into the top ten challengers yeah. of of right now, in my opinion, and and maybe even top five. And then this whole storyline has gonna just. That? Has just really, really muddied their rivalry and, and made Devin. I don't. I, I. I know that Devin is supposed to be the victim of this, but he doesn't look good. When he's now they're all backstage. They take a break, right? And Johnny is sitting in a chair backstage, and Devin is standing above him. Once There's again, four security guards flanking them. Yeah, the entire cast is chosen sides on either side, watching this happen, and Devin's continuing this. You're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. Fuck you. Get up. You're a pussy. You're a pussy. See, you won't get up. And Johnny's going, dude, I'm not going to. I'm an adult. He's literally saying I'm an adult. I'm not going to fight you here. Get get out of here. And Johnny just wants to base it. Johnny is trying to say through his body language in my way going, dude, you're taking this too far. What do you want from this? Clearly, we're not going to fight backstage. There's 50 guys here to break us up. And honestly, this is my own commentary. This is Nick's commentary. I think Johnny would just kind of put Devin in a headlock and sort of sit on him and would probably not, Devin probably wouldn't be able to do much. I don't know. I I feel like, what does Devin want? Does Devin want Johnny to stand up, put his hands behind his back and let Devin like punch him in the face? I think Devin wants Johnny to kick his ass. Really? Yeah, it doesn't make any wow, sense. that threw me for a loop. <laughs> yeah, you are speechless. I want to move on. Wait, hold on. So I just want to say, I would love for this to sort of go the way, this storyline and, and, and even this vendetta, to go the way of this trilogy and just kind of move away. Fade into Have the background. Have it be a blemish. Honestly, I, I, and you'll ask Ash, what happened? Immediately following this altercation, what was I saying to you? I'm done this? with the challenge. I couldn't handle it, guys. This is my favorite show probably of all time. That's pretty embarrassing, right? Huh. But it, it sort of is. I've been watching this show longer than I've been watching probably any other show on I've ever, ever. I mean, nothing I've stuck with as long and enjoyed as long. This was the first time ever in a reunion of this show that I was like, I think this is it for me, guys. It really was too much. It was making me feel icky and yucky in a way that I I, I can feel icky and yucky when somebody's fighting like over dumb stuff because they're drunk. I can feel icky and yucky. Or This is a different level of icky and yucky. And I, I just hope we don't have to deal with this ever again. And if that ha- if that's not having one or both of these guys ever back on the show, 
that's fine with me. I, I, as long as they never, MTV, I'm talking to you. I think you're screwing up this franchise. I hear what you're about to do to the next few seasons of this show, going out of the realm, out of the the world of uh, MTV to sort of fill up. I mean, you've already done it a little bit, and we're okay with it. But I hear you're going full boat now. This isn't the show that I love. Nick's upset that they might be bringing on Bravo cast members. I, I mean, I don't like to bring up uh, the fact uh, things that I read on the internet, but they 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 call they asked is Sheena this a spoiler? Shea. Is this a spoiler? I don't know, but she said no, she can't do it. But they asked Sheena Shea of Vanderpump Rules. If you want to know who that is, listen to Monday's episode. We did an hour talk about it with the wonderful Emma Jane Gonzalez about Vanderpump Rules. Believe me, I love Vanderpump Rules. Maybe my other favorite reality show. Please do not mix these shows. Do not do this to me. Okay, let's. Are we good, Ash? Yeah. That's. That's. I needed to say that, guys. This bummed me out. And yeah, is this another weird rant from Nick on these re on these reunion recaps? Sure, but that's what they're giving us to talk about, folks. Yeah, it really is just kind of like a MTV uh, who is ever in charge of um, editing or production or storyline. I I question your ability to discern what is an interesting story and what is just something that is going to make people feel bad. I mean, maybe there was no way around it, but they were definitely lofting. They were they were they were throwing uh, volleyballs up to Devin in order to spike him in Johnny's face during this reunion, and it worked in a way. It got what they wanted. I'm they, just they saying want this. they made this the arc of the reunion, and I don't think that was a good move. No, it's it's it's. Boring and and troubling. So then that brought us into a commercial break, which brought us back to um, really just a fantastic appearance by Brittany. I I don't know how much she had to drink, but clearly it was too much. Um, Brittany comes on. She talks about the the Chuck drama. There's this Polly and Jose situation. You know, we see the Polly clip where he's telling Brad that Brittany is sleeping with her ex-boyfriend and then Jose talking to Brad one-on-one and being like, you know, I see, I sense something there. Um, she, she just looks like such a mess in this. She's got headphones on. You can see the little cord hanging down. They're off brand. They're like some orange headphones hanging down. She's got green wine. Uh, the which, green wine got a big, got a big pop in the audience. The thing about the green wine is I popped like, for it. does that mean she's on MTV like property? Like no, she, 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 she I, made her own green wine. Oh, she could have been, she could have been on, on MTV yeah, property. That's the only reason she'd be drinking green wine. Why? Well, I would think that's the only reason she wouldn't have been there, really, because like the other people who weren't there couldn't get there basically because of, uh, you know, work visas and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know why they wouldn't have had Brittany on there, because I kind of feel like the Brittany and Brad, if you're going to have Brad there, you got to have Brittany there. I mean, that would have been fun to do live. But either she I, it didn't it hadn't occurred to me, Ash, that she was working on these shows. I just thought Brittany was just is just like a good time gal and was like, you know what? I'm going to go get some green food color and I'm going to put it in my wine and then I'm going to do this. Oh, you thought she a, did. Yeah, it on her own. I think I she, thought she must fun. be. I thought she was sequestered on some MTV property. She absolutely could. And that's a better that's a better guess than her actually going to uh, the right aid to get, the, <laughs> you know. But um, uh, yeah, I thought for a second I was still reeling for the, from this. Uh, this Devin um, Johnny thing, and then so when this started to come 
when this part popped up, I was like not ready for it. And mm-hmm. I was sort of still doing my, giving my speech about these people, these people, they have nothing to lose. That's why they're, you know, my classic, you got to have something to lose to make these things seem a little interesting. You got into a, a deep discussion about why you have, you've watched three reunions this week and how, how the MTV reunions don't hold a candle to the Bravo reunions. Well, I haven't watched the reunions this week, but this year I've watched a few Bravo reunions. And honestly, I get so elated and filled with joy and filled with sadness when the Bravo reunions end. And this was making me feel the opposite. I wanted to turn it off. It was giving me what they call in the wrestling biz, go away heat. Uh, you know, when reunions should be the heel where you're like, oh, fuck these people. But it's so much fun to say, fuck you, people. I love coming to this place, paying for my ticket to just boo these people. That's part of the business. That's great. But then the, you can go so far to where you show up to this. You pay for the ticket. You show up and you go, wait a minute. This is actually ruining my time. I hate these people, but not in a fun way. Please just get out of here. That was the Devin and Johnny situation for me. Honestly, when Brittany raised her glass and she toasted with the green wine bitches or whatever she did, and everybody sort of popped in the audience for her. Um, that brought me back. I was like, this is fun. This is fun. This is lighthearted. Yeah. And and as the show it fur- got further and further away from the beginning, it brought back those old feelings of them having a good time watching this. So I, I want to thank Brittany for that. I enjoy the mess that is Brittany. I know she gets a lot of flack. People don't like her. They don't want her coming back for another season. I like that she has, you know, she is a train wreck, but she's confident and okay about it. I don't watch her like I watched, like, the challenge has had drunk women in the past that I have felt sorry for. I don't feel sorry for Brittany, and I think it's because she owns it. She definitely, definitely owns when she's kind of in a messed up situation or her herself is messed up. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, she seems like she's really having fun with it. And honestly, she's like, I am drunk. So what? And I'll fuck you too. Yeah. Yeah. There was, I mean, she says the, the she whole says, thing about good this talking since you fucked the fuck out of me. That's how she ended her segment yeah. of the reunion. Yeah. So basically she was like, Brad, we, okay. So you're, you're, you're saying that we're not together yet. We hung out. And then we we hooked up. Brad's like, we weren't on a love program. We weren't on an we I love a, you. We weren't on an I love you program. It was like, what is Brad talking about? He's that a robot. robot. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, uh, we weren't on a love. And then she was like, well, we had like a crazy weekend together and a very sexual weekend. Yeah, it like two like. weekends ago, you fucked the fuck out and, of me. And then we and then you and then you broke up with me at the airport or whatever. It was like something like on the way home. And uh, it does seem mighty screwed up. Yeah. Um. And then, but that ending that that end ending quote was uh you fuck the fuck out of me what is literally and then followed by like the wine uh yeah it was it was it was a wonderful sight to see now i um we're glossing over the jose britney davon drama and i think it's because it's not that interesting no because nobody seems to care about what jose and davon really did like britney a little bit yeah she kind of brushed aside jose but kind of came after davon well she posted some screen grabs last night on her twitter account that davon had sent her and basically what it this boils down to is that during interviews, Davon said some wild stuff about Britney. She messaged Britney and was like, hey, just want to let you know, I said like a lot of 
uh, things about you, but it's all jokes. It's all fun. It's all lighthearted. And Brittany was like, sounds good. It's like the name of the game or whatever. And then we watch, you know, on the show, Davon's interviews are pretty they're pretty they're intense they're kind of cutting they're kind of mean yeah she was basically calling her crazy yeah and um so Brittany is just responding to that like davon's like i gave you a heads up and Brittany's like but you didn't you just said that it was like lighthearted jokes and so that is what the fight is about it's about a nuance i guess it's how however you determine a lighthearted joke versus a cutting comment but honestly they really don't seem like they're that upset with one another yeah and so that's why we kind of move and but the most upsetting part was that she brushed she was like jose is like "Eh, whatever he's jose but davon it was like kind of and jose was like what what does that what does that mean yeah and we never got an answer to that yeah we never got an answer to that i want davon to have a, a strong female friendship in the house well give her time I mean, I don't even know if we're going to be able to give her time because I'm not too sure what the next cast is really going to look like. I haven't looked at spoilers in that way. So, um, but who knows? I like Davon. I like Jose. I'd like them both back. I like Brittany. I like all three of these people. Yeah, I like, I like Brittany. I, like I don't Brad. think I like Brad too. Although I like he, Brad. he didn't get into the messy stuff, but I do like Brad. I want to know. I'm not to keep talking about Devin and Johnny because God knows I don't want to. But Brad leaving the stage with Amanda. After Devin left, I was like, are Brad and Devin friends? Because in all of this, I would think Brad and Johnny would be friends. I think Brad is one of those guys where he goes, everything's everything's on the table except for family. Like, you mm. know, he's one of these guys. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, it did not shock me that he took that side. That brought us to a clip or, or a, just a montage over Cara and Polly's relationship. Cara Marie's. I don't know. Cara Maria's. Excuse me. I don't I don't really know where to begin with this. Um This was kind of wild this to me. This was insane. I I learned a lot. We learned that they are in an open relationship. Yeah, that was and to me I laughed out loud because uh a, a couple of the cast members who clearly do not like um Cara and and by the transitive property Polly um b- basically we're like yeah well we were hanging out with Polly and Polly was like boy I wish she's really overstaying her welcome I I, I want to go out and you know like uh, have sex with other girls basically that's what Amanda said that Polly said yeah apparently he said it in like a, a video to a group a yeah. group text and, or something and uh I don't doubt he said that and yeah then, and then they go and then and then Polly kind of was like hey it's fine that you say that because in our relationship if we want to have sex with other people we kind of just say that we do and we do and then Carr's like yeah we're pretty much like open like that and there are sort of smug faces when they said that especially Kara it made me laugh so hard because I was like Kara's kind of like Teflon in a way she's just like any way you want to you want to uh like make her look shitty she's kind of like I accept that and that's just the type of person I am so whatever I'm I'm no uh stranger to being on an island as far as this show yeah you can go ahead and come at me all you want um and and then it's sort of the most the most uncomfortable portion besides our first bit that we talked about for too long on this podcast happened um do you want to explain what happened you want me to explain what happened you go for it babe okay (laughs) so then they talk about how they show a clip of um paulie and Kara. Well, let's not forget that this was all set up by confirming that Polly and Kara did hook up. Okay, Sylvia witnessed it. They're together. Polly came back. He broke up with his girlfriend. MTV laid that groundwork. So we know now that Polly and Kara are together. Yes. They are a couple that's in an open relationship, right. which brought us to the segment that blew our minds. Okay. So Polly Maria <laughs> were on, that's what I'm calling them, Polly Maria, were on. Um, 
oh, oh no tattoo, tattoo you know, whatever. The MTV new hit show that Snooki hosts in which two people give, a couple gives each other tattoos without that person knowing what they're getting tattooed on them. They show the reveals. The reveal for Pauly was that Kara got, made Polly get a tattoo of herself on his left thigh. The reveal for Kara was Polly made Kara get like just like some cool eagle that she would have just gotten already on her body. Yeah, it's like and, a bird. And then like the date in which they both he said I love you to her or I, I love you the, in French the or longi- something. The latitude, the direction, longitude, latitude. Um kind of let Kara go. And they all laughed at him. When they come back, they all laugh at Polly. Yeah. And then Kara's basically like, well, I don't know what you're laughing at because like honestly, we don't feel bad about this cuz here Here's why. Paulie, this is true, used to say that I was his favorite player on the challenge. No, she started off with saying, Paulie's a lifelong challenge fan. Paulie's, and we all knew this. We talked yeah. about this on the recap. I mean, Paulie was the encyclopedia of the challenge. Paulie's as if one of me or Ashley went on the challenge. I mean, if, Paulie's really if I was on the yeah, challenge. Yeah, more Nick. Um, cause you know, I'm a bit, I'm a, Cara Maria is one of my favorites. So this yeah. could have been me. She's like, Polly's a lifelong fan of the challenge. She's a diehard fan. I'm one of his favorite players. I'm his favorite. I think he said, I'm his favorite player. And he's like, Polly, female, tell- probably female player. I don't know. He loves he CT. Come yeah, on. He, lo- he loves CT. So then, um, she, Cara then looks at Polly and goes, tell him what you said in college. Yeah. Tell him that sweet thing you said and in he college. Said, oh, okay. Okay. And he kind of leans back and he's like, man, we were watching, I was, uh, Back when I was uh, in college, I was looking at my college roommate and the challenge was on and I looked at Car and I turned at my friend. I go, you see that girl right there? One day, I'm going to fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it made me feel, I mean, I, it threw me for a loop. I thought he was going to say, one day I'm going to marry her. One day I'm going to meet her. One day I'm going to date her. One day, I'm going to fuck her. It was like insane and not with a smile like and Cara it was like is so proud of this yeah she's, she's like, beaming she's like it's meant to be and she really loves this she loves this power dynamic uh, loves this so why not so why not give my, my my biggest fan what he always wanted like it, it totally was strange i hated this so then slash loved it on the so then on the other side on the other couches all these people that were against them and kind of poking at them were like yeah kind of sound familiar uh kind of like your ex boyfriend Kyle and then like literally Kara and Kyle I mean Kara and Polly were like what and then um they were like let's see if Kyle, is Kyle still back there and then we, they throw to the Skype they, they throw to the Skype and you got Kyle and Kaylee sitting next to one another. They remind the audience, they tell the audience that in England, when this tattoo show was in England, that Kyle was on this show before he was on the challenge, and that Kyle made his ex-girlfriend get a tattoo of him in the exact same place. No, Kyle didn't make his ex-girlfriend get a tattoo of him in the exact same place. He got a tattoo of his ex-girlfriend oh, in the exact right. same place. Right, excuse me, excuse but me. But he also did get make his ex-girlfriend get a tattoo of himself on the back of her neck. But that didn't bring that up, which I thought was more. It was more like Kara's move. Basically, they were saying tattoo also. T- Kyle also has a tattoo of his ex girlfriend in the same place. Polly did not know this. Polly hated this. Man, Polly was like, when Polly sees the reveal of Kyle and his tattoo, Polly gets so red in the face and kind of giggles a little bit. And then everybody on the other side of the couch is laughing at you like the school bullies laugh at the nerd who just pooped his pants. Yeah. 
And Pauly looks so blindsided and so embarrassed by this. Ashley. Yeah. You and I knew for months about Kyle and his tattoo past. I didn't know he had a tattoo of his ex-girlfriend on his thigh. I did not know that. I knew that he had gotten his girlfriend a tattoo of his face on her back. But this this other, this mirroring the tattoo, I didn't know that existed. That was also a surprise. They were laughing at this guy so hard and so mean that really, it really cut Polly down. Yeah, Polly was upset. Embarrassed. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, I feel like this was the most tragic part of this entire episode. Polly's look on his face. It was uh-huh. very, very tough. I think we'd be remiss to point, not point out that when it was ex- um, exposed that Kara had gotten this tattoo on Polly's leg, a lot of the cast members like were like, oh my God, you're a crazy person. You're a psycho. Why did you do that to him? Yeah. Which is, I think, a normal reaction. I think it is pretty odd to get your image tattooed on someone without them knowing. Okay. Allow me <laughs> Allow me to dig deep here. Yeah. For please. a second. Okay. A, I believe that they both agreed on this beforehand. I do not think that that show is real. I believe that that was agreed upon. B, if you look at the tattoo, it looks like somebody, uh, it looks like a character from like a, like the old heavy metal magazine, like a, kind of like a sword wielding babe. It's a Zelda Tomb Raider-ish. It's a, yeah. It doesn't look exactly like Kara. It just looks like some like crazy action babe who's like on her knees with like tattered clothes and like flowing hair. A, a it looks like Polly, just like Kara. A, yeah, but a guy like Polly would get a tattoo like that. Yeah. And when when Kara is long gone and Polly has moved on to selling insurance or whatever, and he's like at a pool party, people are going to look at that and be like, oh, that's a cool tattoo. Like uh, you have just some, it, it doesn't, You're no one's going to really know it's Kara. Yeah. I don't think it's that crazy. I just think it's I think just it's like insane. some babe tattoo that's on the guy's leg. I, I think I, it's crazy to get your image tattooed on someone. It is crazy. Without their- <laughs> okay, here's the thing. If it was like, if it was like Pauly D's face, yeah. if it was somebody that was recognizable to anybody that wasn't seeing this reunion, I would say, boy, that's crazy. Why'd you get Pee Wee Herman tattooed? Although that's kind of rad. You know, why would yeah. you get uh, Louis Anderson tattooed? That's actually kind of rad. I don't know. I can't <laughs> think of anybody that would be bad at the time. But you you, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, she, her profile isn't high enough for that to be strange. Also, what I am really felt during this entire thing was I was like, wow, these two are really trying to make a go at it as like a reality TV couple. Yeah. They would love to do like, you know, the uh, cup, cup, uh, celebrity couples therapy They would love show. to host uh, Disney's Dream Wedding Any, on ABC. Anything that a reality show couple could be involved in, they clearly want to be involved in it. Yeah. And, I, and that solidified when I saw that Pauly was uh, in – um, the Portland episode of Staying Relevant. When I saw that, it's he was your making favorite his... <laughs> thing to bring up. That's your favorite. Guys, fact. Staying Relevant, folks, is actually coming back. They uh, had a nice response video. Anyway, it's different. Go check out Staying Relevant. All right, let's move on from this to the the next topic. The next topic is still more Car Maria. This is though Car Maria and Marie. It starts off. They show us um the big fight in the house where Marie yelled at Ashley, and all the girls were yelling at Cara. Then they show Cara and Marie hugging in the voting booth. Then we see the clip, the final clip with Cara where she's screaming at Marie, you're the worst thing that ever happened to me. Um, then we have Amanda sort of chiming in saying that she doesn't think Cara is a good person. 
And this was all just about Cara and Marie. I don't really have much to report, except I do feel like, and I don't think we've talked about this on the pod, but I'm kind of surprised by how mean Cara was to Marie during that final. I I really wish that they would have. Um, well, I guess they did explain. They explained what happened there with the, the final. With, yeah, with, with her with the grenade and all that stuff. And they they sort of explained the grenade thing that Marie wanted to throw it at Polly and Natalie, and they they told us that Marie had a twisted ankle, but. Kara seemed to just be berating Marie through that entire final. And it seems odd to me because I've seen early episodes of Kara. I've seen early seasons of Kara where when people said the slightest thing to her, she would cry and be so upset. She's saying horrible things to Marie. Okay, so what what I kind of gathered from this, and I don't really hold Kara that much for this, It seemed because it seems like it's true what she's saying, which is the fact that Marie, and she says this on the show, Marie had been vying for Kara to be her vendetta. <clears throat> she said that she muted Marie. No, Kara said, I thought Marie had been doing that. I don't think that's true. Marie's like, I just didn't like her. I right. don't like I, her. I think it's true. I think Marie uh, is doing whatever she can to stay on this show, and she's done a damn good job. I want to give it up to Marie right now. Marie really could have been a one to one and a half season challenge competitor. She's not really good in the challenges. Um, you know, she, uh, she, she, she's she got a lot of different traits than most of the people that they keep on these shows. Um, she seems like she kind of understands what's going on. That's like another thing where I'm like, Marie, doesn't, Marie doesn't seem like the rest of these people. No, Marie's savvy. She knows what's happening. So, and I feel like she did a bang up job. To, to to kind of digging her heels into this show and getting squeezing herself out a main character position. And good on you, Marie, because really you could have gone the way of the wicker basket and never come back again. Mm. Um, and really you spun that into your storyline, and what you did was you attacked Kara enough to where they were like, let's torture Kara for a season. And they did. And that is what Kara is upset about. Kara's like, fuck, if I would have figured out a way to get a different vendetta, I could have had a million dollars. And really, I fell into Marie's wicker trap, and now she was my vendetta, and we really didn't have a chance in hell of winning this thing. I don't understand the story that Marie's not good athletically. Like, she seems fit. Why? And and even going back to the wicker basket thing, I mean, she threw that elimination so Kayla could win because she thought Kayla had a better chance of beating Kara than she did. Here's the thing. If you're going to... if you have to throw the elimination don't doesn't that mean you would have a better chance of beating Kara it feels like Marie's just has already given up and but she looks like she has the physical capabilities to be great at the show I think that is exactly I think you hit the nail on the head there Ash I don't think she has the killer instinct I don't think she's as competitive as the rest of these people that win this show gotcha I think she's more interested and I've heard her talk on podcasts her game is to get on these shows long enough that people start giving her free stuff on Instagram <laughs> and she starts making money in that way. And she's fucking smart because yeah. that's what all of they, them are doing. But she's at least not, you know, she's not dumb enough to pretend like that's not what she's doing here. Yeah. And she's doing it. She's doing it well. And I really hope that she does come back because Me honestly, too. the Kara and Marie storyline was 
probably my favorite storyline through the entire season. Mm-hmm. It paid off dividends. I mm-hmm. enjoyed it even in the challenge. It was the best storyline of a final I've ever seen. And honestly, that whole thing, w- what was interesting about this and, and kind of a, a revelation for me who did not realize this, was the whole putting the grenade on Polly and, and Natalie um, having to do with the fact that Marie was trying to cut a deal with Polly and Natalie. Um, at some point during the challenge that was brought up and Marie denied it vehemently but Paulie and Natalie I believe them they would just kind of turn to her and were like um you are you, we know you did that we know that you came to us and we're trying to cut a deal like late in the chat late in the final we said no yada 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 so there was a little bit of off-screen drama that sort of led to that action which kind of fills in some blanks for me but I just want to say kudos to Marie I feel like you are uh, one of the true winners on this show um uh what uh after this Polly Marie um, Car Maria craziness what else we got we have um Cam's brilliant plan the, the plan the master plan really the highlight of this is that Sylvia gets awarded best supporting actress in a challenge the only award giving out the only award given out on this final is for best supporting actress guys is there ever an award for sylvia if it isn't a best supporting actress i mean yes she was the best supporting actress in cam's master plan but the fact that the only award given out was a best supporting actress when it was given to um sylvia sylvia is hilarious to yeah. me nothing uh, is more sylvia than yes, the best that is supporting so actress sylvia i mean she's just never gonna get there you know what i mean she's yeah. always gonna be kind of in the background and off to the left so i that made me laugh Angela and Cam start yelling at each other. There's so much back and forth on this. There's a video that Kara posted during a live, and I'm not interested in this beef. Yeah, anytime you uh, let Angela uh, speak, it turns into like a bad girls club kind of fight where she screams at the top of her lungs and starts clapping, and it, and I just really don't have time for that. Yeah, that brought us to um, the really... Not as not as upsetting as um, the Johnny and the bananas fight, but close. Devin and bananas fight. Oh yeah, what did I say? Johnny, Johnny and, and bananas. bananas. The Devin and bananas. This is interestingly enough, though. Bananas manages to work his way into this feud. Um, that is the Zach and Amanda. Zach and Amanda. Now this is big. This is big. Will Zach redeem himself for all of the misogynistic bullshit he pulled while on the show? Ash. The answer is no. Oh, he really doesn't back down at all. All he says is, I'm sorry I called her a whore because I asked my, I talked to my girlfriend afterwards and she said it's not good to call women whores. Yeah. It's this, you know, they go through the hits, I guess. And by the hits, I mean the losses to us as a a culture and an audience. Um, We go through, we see the scene where they can't decide on who to throw in. And then Zach decides to put themselves in. Um, We, you know, it's interesting too in that scene. I never noticed this before. Zach and Amanda are trying to talk and Johnny butts in and starts arguing with Amanda and Amanda's like, stop talking to us right now. This is not about you. And then TJ is going bananas, bananas, stop, bananas, bananas. And that's when Zach's like, we're going in, Tej. And it, I, did, I had missed that in the original show. Johnny was fighting for his life there. Yeah. And, and you know what? I want to say this right now. Um, if there was ever 2005... Uh, personified, uh, it would have been how Zach was dressed at this reunion. Yeah, I mean, he really just wasn't really. He had a uh, backwards trucker cap, 
um, kind of like a shitty goatee. I mean, he was really he really looked like Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two up in this bitch. Then we see um, them lose in the Armageddon Dome, and we see the famous uh, "That was her lesson," Zach. Um, saying over and over again, that was her lesson. Then Amanda saying, you're not my father. You're not teaching me shit. You know, I'm so happy that Amanda is someone who can verbalize things on this show. I, I, I find that oftentimes these people get into very problematic situations and they're not able to explain why someone is so very wrong. Um, and I think Amanda is one of the best at doing that. And her saying to Zach, like, you're not in a position to be teaching me things. Like, you're not above me. You're not my father. We are partners, you know. It's, I, I was just happy that she was able to do that instead of just being like, shut up, Zach. You know, she's she's able to verbalize the issue at hand. And then we get, like, a, a screen grab of a tweet from Laurel Stuckey. Yeah, where um, Laurel. Well, kinda, it started with yeah. Zach, you know, saying on the show, like, "Why am I always partnered with girls?" You know, which is interesting because no other man said that. <laughs> no other, nobody else is complaining about getting a girl partner. What was Laurel's tweet? Laurel was like, "I saw you say getting partnered with girls. Um, the other partner you had that was a girl was me." And if I remember correctly, you gassed out on the side of a mountain or something like that. She was just critiquing his physical performance. Right. And then Zach was like, I don't give a shit about Laurel. Fuck Laurel. I wish Laurel was here right now because I would tell her that she's crazy. Yeah. Laurel is crazy. I'm not even going to talk about that. And she needs to get back on her medicine. Yeah, she needs to get back on her medicine. Very dismissive of that. Um, and then um, and later in the show, uh, they, they see if they're going to make up these two. But these two these two are, are staying vendettas. Well, the interesting thing is that happens here is that Johnny interjects and he starts talking for Zach again. And he's like trying to explain why Zach is right and Amanda is wrong. And the, it's his, the logic is flawed. Amanda's alliance had more power in the house. At that point in the game, you should go with the alliance that has the most power, not with the alliance that is clearly on the way out, which was Zach's alliance with Johnny and Bananas. Johnny is just screaming Jack's at Amanda. alliance with Tony and Bananas. You yeah. keep saying Johnny and Bananas. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so that is By the just... way, have you guys seen First Look, the the television show that Johnny hosts about physical fitness? Now, what's interesting to me here is that Shane, um, you know, so Johnny's just going on and on, and then Shane steps in, and he's like, listen, Johnny. He's, no, he's like, listen, Zach, you, what you did was you guys were the most powerful team in the house. Then you let Johnny get into your head with this like like misogynistic bullshit on Amanda constantly and while this is happening you see CT in the background nodding CT appears to be on Shane and Amanda's side. Who knows what CT is doing? He's trying to lay low until his two-part special next week because he is just chilling. He, he you know what? You know who CT very much reminds me of? Mm. The situation. Mm. There was such a they're fighting in the back when he was eating that pizza earlier in the show. I was like, that's a situation situation. I mean, he's really going for it. He's kind of the guy that used to be in good shape and he's not anymore and he's eating pizza and he's by the way, worst dressed CT. He's he looks terrible up there. So then um, our host is like, okay, Amanda, you had like a big reveal to make on Twitter. You said you were going to spill some tea. What's the tea? And Amanda's like, okay, well, honestly, I was going to, but uh, Shane and Sylvia have talked me out of it because it is not 
ultimately my business. It's too big of a bomb to drop on television. It's going to affect people's lives. So I'm not going to do that. I am retracting my statement. And then this like car gets involved and she's like, what is this about? You just want to hurt us. And it's just, it's very, all of this is very strange. Jack, Zach looks shook. Okay. He looks worried as shit. I want to know what the bomb is. No one seems to know. You 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 have a theory that Zach and Kara may have hooked up. Well, I only have that theory because Kara was like, "What is this? You're gonna you're just trying to hurt us. You're just trying to hurt me and Polly." And I'm like, "Oh, is this about you guys, or is this just a, a random clip?" Amanda then, Amanda then though, like, and very convincingly was like, "Kara, this literally has nothing to do with you." So yeah. I, I don't think it did. I think Kara, but there may be something there. I don't know what it's going on, but that um that that their clip ends with us knowing them telling that they hate each other forever and that Zach is always going to throw Amanda in um, after Hunter does because yeah. Hunter hates Amanda too. Mm. Um, then the show ends with a proposal. Tony time. Wow. He proposes to Alyssa, his long-term girlfriend that we were introduced to on real world skeletons. Wow. This is the first reunion proposal mm -hmm. and boy, oh boy, did it deliver. Um, I prefer, I, I loved the banana cam footage. Oh, I can't believe they, they banana cammed his proposal. Mm -hmm. oh, Tony, who convinced you to do this on television, who, on the reunion? I For think, real, man. Uh, paycheck. Wow. Are we going to get, do you think Tony is vying for a, a, like a wedding special? Like he CT? should be. <laughs> I'd watch it. Yeah. And I think Alyssa and Tony would be vying for their own spinoff show. And I want to say this, folks, whoever is uh, our reality show fans out there, which I hope is most of you, you guys clearly watched Vanderpump Rules uh, season seven, episode one on Monday night. And God almighty, watching Jax propose to uh, his... Um, uh, you know, uh, his long-term long girlfriend, Brittany, was so tough. Honestly, I teared up during that. During this, to watch two, to watch another Jax type promos, because honestly, Tony and Jax are pretty much the same guy. Uh, it was really tough for me to see back-to-back. -back. Uh, and um, two proposals by two dumb guys is, is, is enough for me in one week. Guys, thanks so much for listening. That's been our reunion. Follow us on Twitter at RealityBlowsPod. Email us at RealityBlowsPodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts and Nick on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. As always, please rate us five stars on the Apple Podcast app. And may the TJ be calling out your interruption in an argument. And let me say right now that uh, I believe we are going to recap this CT two-part reunion. So uh, keep keep subscribed. You know, we, we're, we always got a bunch of weird stuff popping off and if this is the last time we talk about the challenge in this way well it's been a wild ride folks see ya